Welcome to another pointless podcast. Everything you never needed. Here are your hosts. Give them a hand. The co-creators of Landyland. Our favorite pair, Senora and Senora. It's Derek and Laura. On to the show. We'll talk about whatever we want. Let's go. Uh. <laughs> Hi there. Hi. I don't feel great. Well, but I was not feeling great. No. So this will be mostly me talking about me, my favorite subject. When I was born, wow. the world wept. Eons ago. For it realized it could no longer imagine perfection. It had to stare it right in its beautiful round baby face. So anyway, I had an onion on my belt, which draws the style at the time. <laughs> That's from The Simpsons, for anyone who's wondering. Um, hi. So, Wobba isn't Hello. feeling the best. No, I have a headache, and I got my period, so I feel a bit bleh. Oh my god, gross. We don't need to know about headaches. <laughs> Very Gosh. good. Very good. Um, classic. Classic Landy over there. I don't have my period. Uh, I missed it. I may be pregnant. Oh, Christ. I'm not sure, but... Um, yeah. um, we're not ready for children. <sighs> I can barely keep Kevin the houseplant alive. Oh, this is the fifth Kevin. Now keep on replacing Oh, every week. no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, hello. Hi, welcome back to another Pointless Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Katie. Of course, joined by... The superstar, the main attraction, the big cheese, the head honcho. Um, whose name is Derek Derek what Derek J. Landy that's so weird I knew you were going to do your middle initial I knew you were I knew you were going to say Derek J. Landy boom well you know I hate your middle name Jesus (laughs) no it's Jesus how (laughs) could you hate that it's not Jesus it's Derek Jesus Landy it's Derek Joseph Landy it actually isn't Yes, it is. No, it's not, not. That's not my name at all. Yes, it is. No. Okay, go on then. What's your name? My name is Garrett Ed Joseph. Well, Landy. I know that. Oh my God! Yes. Do the people know that? that I Derek, don't know. I don't think they do. Derek is not your real name. No. Your real name is Garrett. Um, I was. Um, thanks for. <laughs> this is Natalie's favorite story. When I told Natalie this. <laughs> Well, my family were put under a witness protection program. Oh my God, that's not the tr- stop. That's not so the truth. So hopefully, tray. the mafia is not listening to this. Although we've got eighteen million followers, so, so I think one of them may be a mafiosa. Yeah, that's not the story. Tell the story. I was born, and I had um, <laughs> bright red hair. Um, <laughs> even as a baby. A bebe. Um, <laughs> and th- at that stage, my folks had decided on the name Garrett. That's G-A-R-R-E-T-T. Not Gareth. I love Garrett. the name Garrett. Yeah, I mean... It's a great name. I don't know anyone called Garrett. Like Pat Garrett, you know? I don't know him. And Billy the Kid. He was a, he was a, he was a gunslinger back in the Old West. What's that got to do with Garrett? That's his, what was his name. His name was Garrett? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Pat Garrett. Great story. So, um, yeah, I was named after the gunslinger. 
Um, and then my father, and so that I'm born. It is, so, uh, were you born with the with the bright red hair, or did it? Were you born like bald, and the red hair slowly came in? I'm pretty sure it was within days. So I was born with it, probably. I don't know, actually. Okay. I must ask. Um, <laughs> mother, <clears throat> what was my hair like when I was born? Cast your mind back, mother, to the best day of your life. Um, yes, I was born with red hair. My at that stage, my my birth certificate had already been signed. Oh yes, his name is your Garrett. Your name is Joseph. Garrett on your birth certificate. Yes, that's uh, yes. So um. Oh shit. And then my father picked me up a few days uh, later, and he looked at me and he said, "Look at him. Uh, he's got the the noble chin of a born leader. He's got the the nose of a poet." The eyes of a storyteller. Um, we can't call him Garrett. And my mother says, what? We can't call him Garrett. Why not, my love? Well, my darling, he said, <laughs> if we call him Garrett and he has red hair and he goes to school and school uh, children are malicious, mean, nasty and ill-tempered and they will call him he will be known as Garrett the Carrot um, in primary school, in secondary school, and it will haunt him throughout his days. And um, my mother said, oh, 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 Garrett my the Carrot love. Landy. That is true. So, uh, yeah, they, they call me Derek. Mm. Um, they searched around for the best name they possibly could. How did they settle on Derek? Because Derek is a very, like... It's a grown-up name. L like, you know, when people are called Trevor or, like, Stanley, and actually Natalie's um, nephew is called Stanley. But it seems like a, a name that you... It's like, like Karen. No mm. one is born with the name, like, as a Karen. Agnes. Uh, Agnes. You know, no one Agnes. Yeah. So. But I feel like you don't look at your baby and go, yeah, that's a Karen. Karen's just appear, like, age 40. Why to speak all, to the manager. All the lovely Karens out there. I object. And I will defend you, Karen. Nice Karen. I used to work with a Karen. Like an, a woman whose name was actually Karen. Was she a Karen? No. She See? was nice. Boom. All these, these these names. Poor people out there. You know, I was going on fine with my name. And suddenly, what? So on your birth certificate, it's yeah. Garrett. But... On like your driving license and stuff, it's Derek. Derek yeah. Is that hard to to arrange that? The witness protection people took care of it. Stop! It's actually hard. Um, what if there was an emergency and they needed your name? Would I have to give them? No, you it, because I could just say Derek. who the hell is going to go back to my birth certificate and said um, no? No, I am now known as Derek. I don't think I ever got it legally changed. Do you think Derek. you would? No, I, don't I think to. you should. Why? Just for the bunts, isn't it? It's not really fun, though, is it? Just for the bunts. It's, we have different... I'm going to start calling you Garrett the Carrot. Really? Yeah. I'm going to start calling you Laura the... Oh, yeah, I know what you were going to say. You were going to say Laura the Horror. <gasps> oh, my God, I was not. <laughs> yes, you was. Oh, my God, bitch. that's a horrible thing. Oh, my God. What that were you going to say? Laura the Pooh Face. Oh, okay, that's fine. Something like that. Something... Really nasty and cutting. Something that will stay with you. <laughs> Just chipping away at your ego for weeks. Incredible. 
until you finally dissolve into a puddle of poo. I actually got called Lahora at school by my friends. Lahora. Uh, yeah, Natalie. That and is kind of funny. Yeah. And um, uh, Natalie and a few other girls that I didn't really like, but they were in our friendship group. Um, wow. Hello to all our old friends well, I don't. School. I'm not in contact with any of them. Well, they're in contact Only with Natalie. you because no, not. we have a big surprise for your next Oh, no. <laughs> they are big fans. At you come, girls. <laughs> but... Um, there was a girl called Kelly, and uh, she very originally got called Smelly. Um, <laughs> Natalie was Twattily, which I thought was great. I was Lahora. Um, but you know what? That wouldn't be a terrible drag queen name, Lahora. This is true. Um, who else was there? There were other people, but I, I can't even picture their faces. You know what? This happens all the time. Natalie, when I'm out with my best friend Natalie... Um, I know Natalie is. I'm talking to my audience, thank you. Um, They've gone to sleep. Be quiet. We'll be out. Yeah, I'm sorry, we don't want to wake them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll be out. And, you know, we went to school together and we went to sixth form together. <laughs> You're such a little shit. <laughs> uh, there's a reason we, we, we last year we were the 73rd... Um, Comedy podcast in Ireland. Podcast. I think Boom. that's pretty high. Boom. All of Ireland, all the podcasts. I mean, there are only seventy-four. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll go out, and she'll be like, "Oh my god, Laura, don't look now." So obviously, I look now. Laura, don't look now. But Bob Cratchit <laughs> is over there. Jesus, I, I, just, I couldn't think of a name, so I plucked one from fiction, um, and I'd be like, "Who?" Laura, Bob Cratchit, who, Laura, you sat next to him in mass for five years, every day for five years. He's from a Christmas carol, come on. <laughs> and I'd be like, Jesus, I don't remember him. And she'd be like, you had a huge crush on it. How do you know? And I'm like, I just don't remember him. And this happened. You had a crush on Bob Cratchit. Yeah. You weirdo. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just can't remember people from school. I can't re remember most people from your school either. Incredible. Yeah, I've no idea who anyone is. <laughs> Spooky. But uh, this all started because I said I, I, I don't like your middle name, Joseph. Why don't you like Joseph? I liked Joseph, and then um, I had. Then I met you. And then, but I have an ex called Joseph, and no one calls him Joseph. Um. Well, no I. No calls him Joe. I like the name because um, it's it's um. Make you feel like a carpenter it's, in the biblical times. It's Judge Dredd's first name. Oh, that's fun. It's Joseph Dredd or Joe Dredd. No, not Joseph Dredd. Yeah. No, actually, Joseph is fine as long as it doesn't get shortened to Joe. My uncle's called Joe. Mm, maybe you should change his name. Keep uncle on telling Joe. him. Keep on telling him that, but he won't do it. Change it to Conspicuous pernicious. Change it to Bob Cratchit. No, what? So you can start to fancy him. Yeah, exactly. So, Laura, how was your week? It's all right. Uh, what did I, you do? Well, I've just been acclimatizing this week because, um, you know, last time we recorded the podcast, I literally just got off the plane getting back from Egypt. So, I have been acclimatizing all week. Um, that must have been difficult for you. It was very difficult for me. To ease back into life, into normal civilian life after yeah. a holiday. 
To be honest, my whole life is a holiday. Let's be Your real. whole life is a holiday. But basically, all I did all week is uh, like the laundry. Well, that you, I brought back from holiday. You you went out for the first two days of the week. Oh well, yeah, I caught up with my friend Malena. Um, who lives over here. We went for lunch, and then I got my Botox done on Tuesday. Uh, I had to push it back because of my holiday, and honestly, my fore- my whole forehead was just starting to crumple. Like the folds of my forehead were just starting to push down so far that it was it like blocking my vision a little bit, you know. So oh. I had to get my Botox done. What? Like my whole forehead was just falling forwards because I hadn't. I had to push my Botox back. Right. Then, yeah. Are you sure that's what? was actually happening and it wasn't your imagination no it's definitely legit mm. yeah so i got my botox top up so you were melting like a candle i was yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like or like candle. skullduggery when his facade isn't working properly and he's mm-hmm. he, he gets melty face yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. uh and then wednesday i feel like i did something wednesday but i don't know what i did you oh i got my nails done yeah. yeah you live such a hard life i do i know i know such a difficult life. Yeah. And then I was trying to get back into writing slowly but surely. Um, it's been slow going. Very slow going. But, you know. Rome wasn't built in a day. It Dublin was, though, what? <laughs> was it? It's a line from uh, The Commitments. Well, I've seen The Commitments and I don't remember that line. It was there. And then today, of course, we went to Clara's birthday party. Yes. Our niece, Clara. So 11 years old. Party, yes. It was awesome. There was yeah. a song and dance number. Well, a song number. Yeah, they did uh, that uh, Encanto song. Uh, yeah, talk about Bruno. No, we don't talk about Bruno. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point uh, of the song. I haven't seen it in Encanto. No, me neither, I, I, but I, we're going to have to because mm-hmm. it's huge. And mm-hmm. when we go back to Disney, once um, Florida stopped being weird... Um, yeah, Florida, stop like stop banning gay. Stop what? They're, they're, oh my God. DeSantis, the governor, has uh, introduced these new laws where if um, where a kid can't talk about, no, where teachers can't talk about uh, gay people in history, can't. Uh, oh, sweet if, Jesus, give if, me a break. If a kid confides in a teacher that they are gay, then the teacher has to report him or her or them to the authorities and to their parents. Authorities? Well, to the oh school my authorities. God, it's it's barbaric. It, it is. is barbaric. So and and so that's not even even scratching the surface of the the COVID responses and all that stuff. Um but yeah, it's all part of the same sickness. Mm. The sickness of conservatism. The sickness of the human race. There's that line at the end of the Rocky Horror Show. Um, the last few lines of the song. Um, this is dead air. Oh, right I now. know. Come it's on. something about um, you know what you talk to the people. I gotta find the lyrics because they're really good. Okay, oh jeez, um. Okay, all well, the pressure's on me, so I'm <clears throat> I'm gonna just entertain you with an amusing story of something that happened to me. Um, last time I was in hospital, I was in, it was a huge big my my skull got fractured. There was blood everywhere. Uh, well, that wasn't last time, but uh, I got my head split open. Um, I almost died. 
Um, I, I, I could have died. I should have died. I would have died. Um, the, the hospital uh, called me a week later. Here we go. And Here said, we go. Okay. So. This is a true story, by the way, but apparently you don't get to hear it. And right. crawling on the planet's face, some insects called the human race, lost in time and lost in space and meaning. Whoa. I love that. Crawling on the planet's Whoa. face, some insects called the human race. That's what we are. Wow. Speak for yourself, but wow. God, how great is the Rocky Horror Show? Oh, jeez. Jeez. Isn't it just jeez. Isn't it just brilliant? Ah, uh, you know yeah. what? It's my favorite. It's my favorite musical. Is it? It's my favorite show to go see. Is it? Yeah. Wow. And then it'll be the Book of Mormon. Wow. Yeah. You're a Book of Moron. That was hurtful yeah. and unnecessary. Mm, was it though? Yeah. Mm. Um. What were we talking? Oh yeah, we're gonna have week. to watch Encanto because oh, yes. when we actually go back to Florida. Um, when we go to Disney World, it's going to be everywhere because it's like exploded. Everyone loves that that song. I think I think we're the only people that like. Even Natalie's seen it. She hates Disney stuff. Well, listen, I would see it if there were more aliens or monsters or ninjas. The thing is, it. we don't know that there aren't because we haven't seen it. Well, I don't know. So. I, 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 I just don't know, okay? I don't know about this. Right. Well, anyway, how was your week? Fine, good, great. I watched Encanto. Um, <laughs> it was really good. I um, guess uh, I was just uh, doing what I do. What do I do? I do... Did you do the writing? Yes, I sent in the latest... Um, the latest thing you can't talk about? Yeah, the latest thing I can't talk about <laughs> for Marvel. Uh, for Marvel Comics. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much, and you know, where we are, you know, having meetings and stuff because we're organizing, um, the tour for t- until the end. Um, so details will be out possibly this week, uh, hopefully, um, for the UK and Ireland tour. Uh, I pretty much staying within the UK and Ireland just because of the the Rona, the Rona, and also the state of the world at the moment uh, isn't uh, the most stable. No. So I'm staying home close to as home as much as possible. Yeah. Oh, there's a kitty there's on the kitty. table. Look, she looks like she's uh, oh. she wants to play with all the wires. Mm-hmm. Miss Lulu. Um, and then I have been in the every so often I've been slipping into the mode of okay now what will I write next that must be nice because I know what I'm going to write next year um, and I, I know some of what I have to write this year but it's not a whole lot um, so that gives me space to write a book this year um a book for grown-ups oh so, like a saucy book oh god no like an adult book yeah an adult book for adults but not an adult Ooh, book it's gonna be saucy really, really oh nice. um so uh yes i don't know what it is going to be i'm in that that I nice, want horror, please. Thanks. Almost honeymoon period of it can do whatever 
you know. Is that what you think of the honeymoon phases? Just do it, being able to do whatever you want. Uh, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just being in a nice, nice state of being. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Not the honeymoon period of anything, but um, writing and how, how to, to write, write a, book. a book from inception to execution uh, we 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 haven't really thought too much about this we hadn't a clue what to do what to talk about today um so we said okay we will we will talk about ideas and how to take that idea and turn it into a book because i'm imagining there are a bunch of you out there who I literally got a question on Instagram yesterday really? asking for writing advice. Oh, wow. Well. I know. Um, and even if you aren't, you don't want to be a writer, you've got no interest in doing your own stuff. Um, Please continue to listen because yeah, we will miss not? you. <laughs> uh, because um, it's me. And, you know, you can hear about how stuff is formed and in his brain figure hole. out how the books are written. Um, so, yes. So, I guess I have something to get the ball rolling, you know. Um, no, no, the accent <laughs> is back. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, when you approach starting a new book, yes. do you know exactly what it's going to be and exactly what you're going to do? Or do you just wing it? Or do you have like the central idea and you're like, I'll just start and I'll see where this goes? What do you do? There are many schools of thought about this. There are two, in general, there are two. There are many. There are two. There are two kinds of writer, people say. There is the the pantser and the planner. The, the planner plans. Okay. The pantser writes by the seat of his pants. Oh, okay. Stephen King would be a pantser. Oh, really? I can never tell. Um, as in, he comes up with the core idea and then he lets it unfold on the page. Like, I have a, an idea about a haunted table. Boom. Let's see what happens. Now, if I, I try to do that, it would stall. I'd get yeah. bored after. Th and because that's how I, how I started you know before school degree i would have the core of an idea and uh, i'd go oh and all my enthusiasm would be up and i'd write 30 pages and then give up because so you have a lot of great starts yeah and then they just yeah. fade into nothing they they fizzle out um so king is like this uh, joe lansdale elmore leonard um some of my favorite writers are like this but mm. i mean and i I, I am because I'm now you know trying to think of something new and different. Um, I'm you know I've got all of these ideas and all of these and and some of the ideas have been in my head for years, um, but that's no guarantee that that will be the one I pick. It'll be whatever interests me at the moment. Mm. Um, and so you would think, or maybe someone out there would think that, you know, I've, I've written however many books I've written and I would know exactly what to do and how to do it. And the fact is that if I were to start one of these ideas, 
you would assume that it would get finished because I'm a professional and I finish the books. Mm. But that's not the case. At this point in the idea process, um, that's not the case. Maybe all these like little ideas that you start on, but then you don't finish, maybe they've got potential to be like a book of short stories. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And last year I did a whole bunch of short stories and they were You did, so all fun. horror, and I read them yeah. all, and they were all so, so good. Yeah. A lot of it you drew from um, us. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of the cat, like there was a character, there were two characters, like it was a couple and it was just me and you. Yeah. Like in terms oh, of, the yes. com- not yeah. in terms of like the events, yeah. but the conversation. Yeah. And like even the bedroom is like almost exactly our bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the house is designed to yeah. be. Uh, this house that's the whole thing isn't it right what you know yeah which always sounds like such a useless piece of advice but it's so it's so good it's so you know like for example like i wouldn't try and write a book about like the book i'm listening to right now for example it's all about but i don't even know what it's about um it's about it's it's called hostile takeover and it's about a hostile takeover of a company um it's not called finances what's it called um what what uh... <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> anyway, anyway so you wouldn't write a book like that i wouldn't write a book that's about like hostile takeovers of companies and you know about I'll, like I'll timing go... the like you know like success basically succession yeah. i wouldn't write anything about because i don't know anything about it the same as you know, I love listening to my like American, American football <laughs> audiobooks and my baseball audiobooks, and I would love, dearly love, to be able to write a book where the main character is like an athlete or or like a sports person. I don't know anything about any sport, so I can never do it. Now the the flip side of that is that I never thought that that's what that was about. As in, I never thought. Um, write what you know means if you don't know anything about baseball, you you really shouldn't write about baseball. That's what research is for. But write what you know for me has always been the person. So you oh yeah, no same. You write uh, no matter what you're writing about. It's as long as you make it real, then. Well, that's, that's emotional you know. honesty, isn't yes, it? Right, yeah. with emotional honesty. Yeah, which, which which I've always equated to write what. You, you know, but um, yeah, there's, there's, I mean, with, with that particular short story, the, the, it's because the hook of the idea, and I understand that for people listening, you don't know what the hook of the idea is. I don't know I'm what fiscal means, but. Oh, okay, sweetie. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, you said fisc- the fiscal idea. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I, I didn't. Yes, you did. I, I, okay, well, I when didn't. we go back and listen to this. Okay. Right. <laughs> Why would I just suddenly say to you, I don't know what fiscal means. You've just I, said I, the fiscal idea. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. But. but Derek, you no, said it. I did not. <laughs> okay, anyway, well, carry oh, yeah. on. Okay. Um. So now you've <laughs> right what you know. My trade of thought. You know, with the short stories. Yeah, you people at home don't know what 
the idea is. They don't know what the hook of the idea is, and I'm not going to tell you. But it's about butts in space. Um, but I had the core of the idea. I had the genesis, and because it's a short story, you don't need anything more than a situation. So then I put it into. I said, okay, I don't want to spend much time thinking about these characters, thinking about this situation, thinking about this house. I am just going to use my own life and put this situation, put my life into this situation or, yeah. or vice versa. Um, and it was so like little, it's an easy, it's yeah. a nice cheat to get to a place of honesty. There was like little things you put in it, like, you know, the, the woman like sitting in bed and just kind of flopping over forwards, like being ridiculously bendy. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. actually just sitting up in bed. She just flops forward from the waist. And I, for God's sake, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, talking about, um, the cats and stuff. Uh, yeah. 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 And I mean, and like, that's where the idea came from. It, it it came from um, a running joke we had about the cats. Yeah. And uh, you should be able to hear the panting of the dog beside us now. Um, and she reeks of... Uh, peanut butter. Peanut butter. Yeah. I just gave her a Kong full of uh, dog safe. Don't worry, dog safe peanut butter um, to keep her occupied while we're doing this. So now it's all gone. And she reeks of peanut butter. It kept her going for almost half an hour. Um, so... Um, anyway, okay, okay, so, so, ideas, My where ideas. do they come from? Oh, I thought you just wanted me to start saying ideas. No, 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 you, you don't want to give people your ideas. Butts in space. Oh, Jesus. Where do you get your ideas? Um, from my brain, because I'm really smart, that's what you said in an interview before. That is hilarious. Yeah, it's okay. It's when you right. say it, it's not. But if you imagine me saying it, that's Babe? brilliant. Yes. Babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember how we had that conversation about how when I'm on my period, I have no sense of humor and I have no tolerance for what you think is funny. So are you always on your period? Wow. <laughs> that was fucking rude. <laughs> oh, God, I'm funny, but you wouldn't know because you're on your period. You're a dick. Um, <laughs> where do I get my ideas from? Yes. Um, I guess it's kind of like a form of osmosis, like everything you watch, read, um, experience, you know, every video game you play. It's just like what really resonates with you. Yeah. Especially. You should be hearing the dog. Yeah. They're drinking water now. I don't understand people that are like, I want to be a writer. And it's like, okay, well, what kind of books do you like? And then they'll, oh, Jesus, Sansa. It does get this taste of peanut butter out of my mouth. Dusty work, huh? Oh, geez, Dad. Um, yeah, people will be like, I want to be a writer. And I'm like, okay, cool. What books do you like to read? Oh, I don't really read books. It's like, I'm one of those rare writers who have written more books than they've read. Girls, Merengue. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Um, 
yeah, uh, you get your ideas from what you what you take in. You know, your your output is basically like a regurgitation, I think, of your input. And then, how do you um, hone in on the idea that is strong enough, and how do you know which idea will be strong enough to actually make it into a book? So you're asking me these questions like you're not the the writer. Um, well, everyone's different. That's the thing. Yeah. And there's well, n everyone's process to the same yeah. uh, point is equally valid. I think with me... mine is more equally <laughs> valid than yours. Yeah. With me, it's kind of like a gut instinct. Like I have several things that I would like to work on. And I can, I can feel like a pull, you know, to a certain thing. And I'll know if it's the right choice because it really excites me, mm. you know. I've started some things because I've felt pulled towards it, but it's not flowed. And I'm like, you know what? Right idea, wrong time. Yeah, yeah. Let's just put this, you know, this can just go on the back burner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got so many ideas that have been in my head and yeah. on my desktop for years. And sometimes it's just a title. Um, oh yeah, you've got that fabulous title yeah. that you've been trying to find a storyline Story for. for. Yeah, for years. Um, and yeah, so and 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 there are other stories that I have been wanting to write for at least twenty years. Wow. And I haven't yet because... 20 years? Yeah. So you'd have been 27? Uh, 27, yeah. Blimey. Yeah. Younger um, than me now. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I haven't because... I don't know what um, it'll be yet. And it hasn't... I mean, it's, it's had 20 years to gestate, but uh, I haven't given it the focus it requires and you know some ideas are like that um if you don't have an overriding urge to write it now then that's one of those ideas you're going to start and probably stop mm. 30 pages in so yeah. um so that would be an idea that is either waiting for its moment or it requires a lot more work from you to develop it into a workable idea that you need to, to start now. Mm. And uh, I haven't, I haven't done that yet. Mm. So, um, but yeah, that ideas, you know, there's, you give, you give 10 writers the same idea, the same starting point, and you will have 10 vastly different stories by the end of it because well, ideas a, aren't really that wonderfully brilliant well yeah because like important. we were saying the other day when i was at university my screenwriting um professor said you know people have been writing stories since the ancient greeks you are never gonna you're never gonna have an idea that is going to be completely original because everything's been done but it's about what you do with that idea you know there are only seven stories in the world, you know, it's... Oh, yeah, I remember you saying this before. Like a love story, um, revenge, there's, you know, there are... Every story you've read, probably, um, you can reduce 
down to one of these seven stories. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, because Skullduggery, he came about because he's a skeleton in a suit. There are plenty of characters out there, especially in comics, who are skeletons. Um, Name seven. Ghost Rider. That's one. I uh, can't think of any others. <laughs> but there are plenty. Jack um, Skellington. He's not a comic book, but he, yeah, yeah. he exists. He exists. Uh, um, yeah, there are there are plenty. Um, so thinking of a character who's a skeleton, no big deal. Thinking of a, uh, a skeleton in a suit, that means absolutely nothing. Um, even thinking of a skeleton in a suit who's a, a detective absolutely nothing um because there are plenty out there um the visual is obvious but it's what you do with it it's you take a nice idea and you it's how you interpret it it's how you execute this idea mm. it's how you turn it into a story um it is the character you make um but yeah, it's uh, it it's uh, that separates um, the writers from the wannabes, essentially. Yeah. Oh, there's a kitty cat. Hello. Oh, hello. Hi, Miss Lelou. Hello. There. How are you? Speaking, talking about you know trying to you know having the title and then trying to write the book around the title. Do you remember when we were sat at this table? And I got that brilliant name for a book. The the what? <laughs> I I can't uh, I can't say it out loud. But what? hold on, listeners. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I just had to do a charades, um, and we just cracked up because it was the funniest title ever. And I was like, God, I really, I'd love to write something that I, that has this title, but <laughs> I have no idea what it could be. And we sat here and that we plotted it out together, the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. 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 That is easy. Yeah. Uh, especially for me, you know, you give me because a title. Because they're so talented. Okay, Bots from Spice, go on. Yeah, I'll be able to plot that out for somebody else. Mm. No problem. And I can say, okay, here's the, here's the conflict, here's the dilemma, here's the drama, here's here's where it gets more complicated. Here's the themes. Isn't that, that natural explore. occupation? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is that called? Um, what? It's not a ghostwriter, is it? Oh, sorry, you said an actual occupation. Occupation. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, I swear it is. It's not ghostwriter. I don't think that's what ghostwriter means, is it? I mean, the, I'm sure, like, the James Pattersons of the world... Um, no, well, yeah, well, he comes up with the idea, doesn't he? And then, and then uh, farms he, it out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, though, if that's an actual job. Maybe it is. Oh, okay. Um, but the... Uh, I, I can't remember what I was saying. About how easy it is for you to, like, yes. be given a title and to come yes. up with a story. For somebody else. Because and then I, I I can look at it very clearly and I can I can tell you what you need to do. Jesus, oh, doggy, that was a big burp. 
And she looked kind of stunned. Yeah, that came from you. Well done. Well done. Very yeah. good book. Um, but if I were to do the same thing, as in I have a load of, of titles that I can't wait to write, but if I had to come up with ideas for those titles, knowing that I'll have to write it, it'll be completely different. Suddenly I'll be stuck and I'll be stalling because I know what I want to write, even though mm. I, it would just be an interesting experiment to do the opposite um, and to, to come up with an idea for somebody else and then actually do it myself. Um, but yeah, yeah, ideas are like that. They're, um, they can take you all over the place. Ideas don't mean a whole lot. It's the execution uh, that is important. Um, and there is no telling what, what idea is going to be the one that, that wins. Um, first of all, there's no telling which idea out of the ones in your head is going to be the one that you finish. You might start four, and on the fifth one, you'll actually uh, still be enthusiastic about it at 50 pages in, and you go, yeah. okay, right, I'll continue this. Um, but there's no telling which one it's going to be. And of those, the ones you actually finish, there's no telling which of these are going to be good. Yeah. Um, and of those, there's no telling which of these is going to find an audience, uh, whether that's a publisher who's willing to publish or online. Um, if you help publish, put it online, there's, mm. no, there's no telling that this will get anyone's interest. And it'll it might just become an, just another one of those tens, hundreds of thousands of stories that, that, that disappear. Jesus, that's depressing. Yeah, that's, that's life. That's very depressing. Mm. I was just thinking, is there anything you have absolutely no interest in writing? Not necessarily reading, but is there something that you don't think you would ever be able to, to write? No matter like, mm. no matter what, you know. I can so see myself comes... writing crime. I can see myself yeah. writing horror. I can see myself writing a thriller. I can see myself writing a western. I can see myself uh, writing oh, a science a western fiction. would be fun. I can see myself writing fantasy. When you're talking fantasy, you're talking like Harry Potter fantasy or like Game of Thrones? Game or... of Thrones fantasy. Oh, okay. I can see myself writing Harry Potter fantasy, but I've already done that. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. I, I don't know, because... I don't think there is anything that I would not, could not see myself uh, doing. Um, I don't think you as, could... Because I'd be interpreting it through me. Yeah. Like, if I were to sit down and write a romance... I was just about to say... a funny, weird romance. Yeah. That would still appeal to me. And because it appeals to me, it would appeal to the people who like uh, my books. Yeah. Um... You know, there's um, a term that I came across, and I'd never heard of it before, but I love it. Um, I saw it on Alexis Hall's Twitter bio thing on, on his page. Um, Alexis Hall is um, an author, and he does he does a bit of everything. You know, he does fantasy, he does uh, romance, uh, 
like he does a bit of erotica, <laughs> uh, he does all sorts, he does, um, what is it called, Regency books, and we were talking about this, weren't we, because my first book was a gothic fantasy, a gothic romance, mm -hmm. and then my second one was like a, a modern fantasy, I guess, um, and the next, my next book that I finished, um, that I'm hoping will be the next one out, um, is, um, just a romance, you know, there's no magic about it, there's no fantasy to it, it's, it's my epic gay love story, and we were talking about, well, you know, that's a lot of different genres to try and, you know, be a part of at the same time, and then on Alexis Hall's profile, um, it says genre queer writer of books, so I looked up genre queer, and that's, it could be someone who likes to experience lots of different genres of things, uh, so, you know, someone who's, it's a bit like you with your music, you like pretty much everything, hmm. there isn't, like, if someone were to go through your, the music on your phone, there would be something for everyone on there, so yeah, you, you would yeah. be genre queer with hmm. your music, yes. but, you know, it can be for any media or medium. But yeah, the idea of being like a genre queer writer, um, or you can basically dabble in any genre, I really like that idea. Yeah. And that's something that I would like to, I would, I would like to do that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, I can't think of any, of any genre that would be, I, I think, and even the, I couldn't write horror because um, I don't think I could scare people. <laughs> I don't think I, I've i got the brain to write something that would scare people. I also, I couldn't do a, like a crime or a mystery because I'm not smart enough to think of a really good mystery or a really good oh, crime. Oh, I figured out how to write mysteries. Do you start at the end and work backwards? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No. I thought that was what everyone said to do. That's what I thought. Okay. And so, I, okay, well, no. And here's here's a awesome tip that I I realized about how to write a mystery. You have a crime, right? Right. You have a victim. Yeah. Say you have a victim and a killer. Right. Now, why did the killer kill the victim? Uh, oh wait, can I make up something? Yeah. Um, he killed his dog. Why? He killed his dog because, um, the dog, uh, bit him. Okay, Lord. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, and he's Achilles, uh, like that bit on his heel. The tendon. The tendon. And he could, he had to give up his uh, career as, um, an Jesus athlete. <laughs> He was training for a marathon. Okay. And uh, the dog f fucked up his chances of competing in this marathon. But and he was pissed about it. You would it. never write this because you don't like anything involving injury to animals. Yeah, you're right. Okay, he just found out that his wife was sleeping with this guy. A dog? <laughs> no, no. Okay, so he it. killed a guy because... He was fooling around with his wife. And the guy was twittering around with his wife. Boom. So, I think my dog story is a lot more interesting, but okay. What you do is you don't start with the death and you work back. 
you don't start with the revelation and work back. You start with the murder and you work forward from the point of view of the killer. The killer. <gasps> Derek, that's genius. Did you come up with that? I've, this is a realisation. Oh, oh my I've God, realized. Derek, that's genius. So, uh, I'm not talking about you writing the story from the point of view but of the killer. But that's how you plot it. That's how you plot it because the, the murder isn't a mystery. We know who the writer knows who the killer is. The mystery comes because you have all these other people, the detective, who hasn't a clue what happened. And so they they have to deal with not only not knowing that the guy killed the man sleeping with his wife, but uh, the killer is now trying to disguise his own footsteps. And so that's where the mystery arrives. It's not working backwards. It's working forwards from the killer's perspective. That is so smart. You are so smart. And I'm that so is, attracted to you right now. Boom. I know. Everyone else is. 19 million people out there are suddenly in love with me all yeah. over again. Yeah. All it's, over again. It's scary. It happens a lot. But that is what I realized. That, And I realized that maybe a year ago. That's genius. Um, when I was plotting out something else. I went, ooh, wait a second. No, no, no. All of this advice and all of this, this stuff that I've been hearing or I've been assuming. No, it's wrong. It's wrong. You've got... Yeah. So you think you could write um, pretty much any genre if you yeah, went into it. it, it and, but I was talking to my mother about this because... They got Barbara. Mom, mom. Me, um, mom. The people out there, they think, okay, you're writing a long-running series. Mm. That must be brilliant. Because you are guaranteed an audience and you're guaranteed sales and you're guaranteed, you know, this, this and this. And you're guaranteed money because this is what you do full time. So you need to make a living. Um, and a long running series strikes one as being ideal. But that's not the case because, um, and I want you all at home or on the bus or the train or the car, whatever, the bicycle. The skateboard, the scooter. Okay, yeah, we got the point. Just walking. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe working out. I don't okay, know. Okay, yeah, don't yeah, know. we got it, we got it. Um, to think about it because actually the opposite is true. Um, as in, it is, it is, it is easy to get someone. My readers, because they are who they are, will read. The latest Skullduggery book, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Thank you very much for doing that. Um, getting a new reader to read book 15 without reading any of the other books is impossible, obviously, for obvious yeah. reasons. So you're, so there's a new Skullduggery book out and they go, okay, this is number 15. Uh, so I'll have to read the 14 other books up to this. And some people go, oh, my God, 14 books. Yeah, that would be me. Awesome. 
But other people go, oh, listen, I do not have the time, okay? I want to read Sounds one like, book. Can you please stop picking up your heaviest toy and just dropping it? Um, so it's not a slam dunk. Riding a long running series is not a slam dunk. Uh, Basketball. Two seconds. Oh, my God. Ha. Huh. Nice. Touchdown. Touchdown. Three points. Back of the net. Home run. Um... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so writing a long running series is not um, is not always a good thing to do. Sorry, I'm just trying to figure out. I, I can't remember how I started that. There's just been so many interruptions to I my know. original um, thoughts that I've got no idea why yeah. I started talking about that. Um, okay, so so I was going to talk about dark seriously. Yes, she I just wants to point. give you her con. Um, Love the con. Um, uh, would, oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, oh, about you being able to write anything. Yeah. But... Yeah. Mm. If you don't get Okay, it, okay, Han, Han. People. Oh, we'll pick up anything. No. Uh, no, no, people will pick up a Skullduggery book if you write it. That's the good thing about having a long-standing... Yeah. Um, oh, for God's sake. Are <laughs> you okay? No, no. My 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 train of thought is You were talking derived. about when I said, so you think you could yeah. okay, write anything. Yeah, okay, let's get back to that. Um, oh, yes, Are you I was talking, talking to, to my mother. Barbara? I was talking to yes. my mother. Uh, Jesus, and what I was, a great podcast now, this is. The, the other disadvantage to run to writing a long running series is that you don't get reviewed anymore. You get reviewed by readers on like Amazon and on Goodreads and Goodreads and you know st- st- stuff like that, and um, occasionally on on TikTok um, and uh, all that is awesome and wonderful and 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 YouTube and and but. But the reviews um, that other new books get, as in from the magazines and the newspapers, I don't get because um, well, no you're not one... like a breakout star anymore, you know. Well, yeah, and also this is book. You're not 15. Britney anymore, Derek. Um, okay, so, you're not Britney. So this is book fifteen of a series, and that's not going to be reviewed. Uh, although I do get reviewed in the Irish Independent. Oh, that's lovely. Which is nice. Um, but, so not only am I not going to get previewed, I'm not going to get awards anymore. I used to get all the awards. It was yeah, not a joke anymore. It. it was not a joke. I, I, I would just get all the awards. And not because the books were so much better than any of the, the others. It was because of you guys out there and you would all just vote no matter where you were in the world. I would, would vote, vote every year yeah. for you, yeah. And so I, w- I would just, I would... Uh, clean up. Clean up. Um, every year I was you winning deserved the it. same award. You deserved and, it. And it was quite amusing. Um, and then I, I think I took my name out of contention or something. Oh, really? Or I wanted to or anyway... Um, but I was talking to my mother about, um, you know, what next and what am I going to write next? I was going, you know, I mean, I'd really like to win not the award that I've already won. They are 
fantastic, but I'm not exactly uh, going to be f uh, forgetting them anytime soon. I have all of the trophies. In, yeah, they're all in proudly that displayed there. in, the, in um, the living room on the mantelpiece. But I, you know, like I'd love to win something like the Carnegie, which is the the um, I'd say one of, if not the uh, top award for books what about, like, for younger people, like the. Pulitzer, or is that? No, that's not for younger people. Oh. Um, but what if you write books for older yes, people? Then I would when you write your saucy them. books. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the... And so I was talking to her about it and going, you know, I'd, I'd love to just... Was this today? No. Oh, okay. I'd love to just write one of these books that win that wins this type of award just to prove to myself that I could. Of course you can. And then I was going, although you know, and and so you know, I'd 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 do a bit of of research and I'd read the types of books that win and then, you know, and and I'd, I'd and then I stopped and said, no, I wouldn't, because I was about to say, and I would write in that style, or I would write one you of those books. You would hate it. You would not enjoy yourself. I, I would not get past a few chapters. Um, and then I said, no, in fact, I would want to write a Carnegie winning book for younger people. In the style In of you. the same style of skullduggery, in the same style of what I like um, and just make it, it good enough to uh, blow past all of the uh, preconceptions that the judges would have about mm, a genre yeah. and about um, uh, being popular and how being popular isn't art and you know yeah. um, I go yeah, yeah no no I I would um, yeah yeah I don't know how I got that's subject either, but yeah, that's the future. That's that's um, what am I going to do next? And the fact is, for me, in the next year, and for anyone out there who is a writer and who wants to be a writer, you know, at the moment, my options are too open, and I've right. always said this, especially to you. Yeah, I can't have too many options yeah. because the I paralysis will, of choice is that what you call I it I did I did the paralysis of yeah. choice yeah um when I, when I I have too many options open to me I'll just go it's like a Netflix or your or songs on your phone and you just keep on flicking and you'll listen to half a song and then you'll go on to the next song um just because you've got so many options and mm. I, I want to do this and then no this and then that and you'll zigzag through your collection of songs you'll z you'll zigzag through netflix you'll zigzag through your collection of ideas yeah um so possibly the answer to that is okay decide on a genre what genre do you really want to write um, then your your list of ideas will hopefully be narrowed, and then just keep on narrowing and keep on narrowing um, until you only have one idea left. You know what? In theory, what I get when I decide get something in my head like I really want to write this story, it's usually because like I've read something that's made me feel a very specific 
emotion a very specific way okay. and i'm like i want to write a book yeah. that triggers this feeling or this emotion yeah in other people yeah you know yeah it was it was like um when i read wed wed when i read red white and royal blue and you know the main one of the main characters is a bisexual guy and I always like jokingly say this book changed my life, uh, but anyway, it kind of did because um, just helped me be proud of the fact that I'm bisexual, and you know, and this character was. And then I was like, I need to write a book where that's gonna make so that someone else is gonna read it, and they're gonna be proud to be mm. bisexual or or gay or trans or you know any part of the LGBTQ plus community. And that's how my newest book was formed. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was reading um, a different book, a trilogy, like the, the Captive Prince trilogy. And I was like, this book, this series, it is so engrossing. I actually feel like I'm not here anymore when I read it. And I was like, I need to write a book that makes someone feel that way. Yeah. 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 So it's not like taking ideas, but it's taking inspiration. Well, I was always, it's almost taking the response that you have from the book Yeah. and going, I want to inspire this response on other people. So I'm going to write what I think will evoke these emotions. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so, and, you know, and that can send you, you down avenues of, um, storytelling that you wouldn't have arrived at on your own, which, uh, then it can get really interesting. Um, yeah, um, so, I mean, that, you know, ideas, yeah. They, they don't mean a whole lot. Until they do. Um, until you interpret them. Until yeah. you, you, you find a way to filter um, your viewpoint. Uh, you know, and whether that's... Whether you are, you are carried along because of the strength of the core idea or because um, of the strength of the, the character... Um, uh, I mean, really, it's it's going to be one or the other. It's going to be the core idea or the character that arises out of it. With Skullduggery, it was the the character. Mm. With uh, Demon Road, it was the core idea. Yeah. Um, and with the, whatever it is, then next it'll be one of those two. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's that's ideas. That's the the wonder of ideas and the, ideas. The, and fact, the creative process. Yes, the the fact that um, as we've said, they don't really mean a whole lot um, without the 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 proper way to interpret them. Like it's not a it's not just about having the potential. It's about what you do with it. Yes, you know. Mm. So, um, 
This was fun. I really enjoyed myself. Yes, yes, this was educational, yet also educational. Yes. For those of you who are writers, for those of you who aren't writers never, who never want to write, then this may have been a waste of time. But I did make some really funny jokes. So. And we appreciate you sticking around anyway, because we know you did. Um, because because it, you may not have expected us to spend the whole time talking about this, so you expected more jokes. And also, <laughs> you, <laughs> you fool! You wanted to stick around so that you could hear my um, oh, not the accent again. incredible Australian accent. Oh, I'm sorry, that's Australian. It is. I'm yes. really sorry for the Australian uh, I apologize the millions as well. in Australia who are suffering through this right now. <laughs> yes. Um, join us next week. Where join us. We'll probably join be talking about something us. completely different, but yeah. we will, if we can't think of anything like fun to do, <laughs> then, Christ, Derek. then we'll talk about the next stage. Maybe. Maybe next time we'll the just writing process. come back and talk all about the Batman. Oh, yes, we're going to see the Batman on, on Thursday. Thursday morning, hopefully, I'm without so anyone else in this, this, this cinema. We want to go early before anyone else gets there. Yeah, this, that's Stay what we did. Stay away from we, this disease, people. When we went to go see Scream, we saw it at like the half 11 in the morning Which showing. Which is a shame because Scream, you want, you want to watch to it at be, night. But, but you know. You know, and you want to, ro- to watch it with the crowd. Yeah, that's, that's the, yeah, it's a horror movie. But so. I don't want to be around other people during a panoramic. You know, yeah. everyone's breathing on each other. So uh, yeah, so we're going to see the Batman on Thursday. Um, In a cinema that will probably just be the two of us again. And probably one of the one of the guy like down the side. There's always one guy who sits down the side, isn't there? Yeah. I think it's the same guy. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you very much. Um, thank you for uh, sticking with us despite the sound effects. Um, Provided by Sansa. Thanks, Sansa. Yeah, you're doing uh, a great job, honey. Well done. Brilliant, brilliant job there. Um, I had fun. Did you have fun? I did. Wonderful. Not at today, but <laughs> I did have fun. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, um, Garrett. Garrett the carrot. So thank you very much, everybody, and we will see you next time. And uh, remember to stay sexy. I don't really care what you do with your time off. Just just, just stay sexy. Uh, this makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> bye. Say bye. Cheerio.